0: These are the funniest people I know. These are the funniest people I know. Said improv ripping, calling some sketches, characters and interviews, and then some more sketches. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest people you know. Now these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest, these are the funniest
1: people I know.
2: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Funniest People I Know podcast. My name is Will Amato, and I once followed a woman to her
3: car in the parking lot of a Ruby Tuesday for giving me a bad tip.
0: (laughs) Hey, my name is TJ, and someone followed me to a car when they gave me a bad tip. (laughs) My name is Dewey, and I pooped my pants until I was 10 years old.
1: Consistently? Yeah. (laughs) I'm george and i celebrate an annual holiday called georgemas
4: yes it's a
1: great holiday yes
4: uh my name is lily and i'm not bothered by people that use the word moist
2: <laughs> Ew, <gross. laughs>
4: How could you not be bothered by that? It's just fine by me. I don't know. It's Um, just a word. I'm fine
1: with that.
2: The funniest people I know, podcast and radio show, is recorded live. Do you know what live means? (laughs) (laughs) Evidently not. Uh, Here in Atlanta, Georgia, the city of trees. I'm here in the studio with an incredibly talented group of the most available sketch comedians I know. Right now, we're going to check in with my
3: buddy TJ's in the house with yes. a list. What's going on, T.J.? Hey, Will. So, I think I was just going to continue on the theme of Hollywood and go down my list of uh, celebrity meltdowns that had an impact on my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not to, like, indirectly and indirectly. Mostly indirectly. Uh, <laughs> let's see. So, the first one, Anne Hesh, when she told everyone she was God and she was going to take everyone back to heaven in a spaceship, if you remember. Uh-huh. Wow. Actually, Simpson on SNL in 2004 when she was lip-syncing, Britney Spears during all 2007, um, <laughs> Lindsay Lohan ever since 2007, <laughs> Charlie Sheen's Hotel Disaster and with the winning in Tiger Blood, Alec Baldwin's Word with Friends fiasco on an Airplane, Teresa Giudice on Real Housewives of New Jersey when she was flipping a table, Amanda Bynes 2012 through 2013 mariah carey on mtv's trl in 2001 if anyone remembers <laughs> handing out popsicles mariah carey's season 12 of american idol with that feud mickey minaj and uh, mariah carey on dick clark's new year's <laughs> Rockin' eve 2016. <laughs> Bless her heart <laughs> christian bale yelling at a guy in charge of lying on a set of terminators salvation mm. from our conversation last night God. kanye west for the past year tom cruise in general and <laughs> shia labeouf all the time <laughs>
4: yeah
0: those how, are good celebrity meltdowns
1: how have these impacted your life at so, least
0: directly
3: so i think it has taught me the lessons of be careful how you uh treat yourself and people is this why and you decided
1: not to become a teen star
3: yes basically Despite as well.
1: agents knocking down <laughs> yes his door.
3: and can i just say that amanda Bynes? i'm waiting for her to
0: come back mm. as well so so she, she. she will rise nickelodeon she will rise. i worked with her when she was a child totally name dropping what yeah Story time. When I worked at Nickelodeon, I worked in the Gag Kitchen. and The she Gag Kitchen? Gag. Gag? Yeah, you make Gag and Slime for the TV show. Oh, so you made it? Yeah. The GAC oh. Kitchen was in the break Wait, room. he yeah. made the Gag? Yeah. You were on Slime Time Live? Yeah, we have Nickelodeon in common, a but cruise? he was like a decade behind oh, me because okay. he's so much younger. But uh, in the soundstage 19 next door, she was working on the TV show All That. Yeah. When she knew a tour was coming, she would come in because she loved to talk to the tour groups. Oh. She would always bring in like, snapping gum or hot candy or some kind of thing and go here doing and give me some piece of candy and it would always be hot or yeah Um, Celebrity meltdowns, the one that affected me the most was Fred Flintstone at the opening of every single episode of (laughs) Flintstones when he would throw his cat out the window. Oh, wow. That stressed me out. Wow. You're too young. But he would always throw his cat out the window and like freak out and scream at it. Wilma! He was (laughs) like, he stressed me out.
3: Celebrities.
1: They're just like us. Celebrities. Mm Yeah. Yeah. I'm always list. putting my saber toothed tiger right. out the front yeah, door. Exactly. And he always gets
0: back
3: in. Oh, boy. Those saber tooth <laughs> Yeah, yeah.
2: teeth.
1: Saber teeth. Saber tights. I... Saber tights. Yeah. George,
2: have you ever been affected by a celebrity meltdown?
1: I was affected by that leave Britney alone kid. I mean, that's what came into my The, in the mind. meltdown yeah. when Britney had her meltdown. Yeah. Because I realized that ordinary people can have celebrity meltdowns too. Mm-hmm. That's oh. Chris Crocker. Yeah, but then I had tried to have a YouTube meltdown so that I could become famous and no one cared. Mm. <laughs> I was like, leave Chris Crocker alone. And, and, and yes. no, one, no one shared my video. Yes. Leave saber alone! <laughs> I'm going to take a saber campaign.
2: <laughs> I love the idea that people might follow the example of a celebrity meltdown and start doing it on their own at yeah. work or among their friends
1: oh my gosh
3: no one would care yeah. <laughs> I don't think this was on your list but I really kind
2: of enjoyed Florida. Charlie Sheen's mm-hmm. just because when he was in that rage the things that were coming out of his mouth were pretty spectacular
3: yeah Charlie Sheen is that,
0: was yeah. he the winning guy that yeah Tiger Blood yeah. I just saw him in a movie mm-hmm. and he was good he He's basically like, played himself I don't remember what it Sharknado? was Sharknado? No. No, it was like an independent film, and, and he was basically playing himself, but I don't remember the name of the movie.
2: It's time now for
1: The Writer's Graveyard. George, you're in the hot seat, brother. Yeah, so this week for The Writer's Graveyard, I went back into the drawer, and I found a yellow legal pad that had 10 pages of a handwritten short story that was really quite good, I felt. And then it well, I, I'm not going to spoil the ending for you, but I brought in the ending, and then I had just included the final paragraph of the part one. So I had part one and part two, and that's all I have. <laughs> okay. So it's like I wrote the first two chapters of a gotcha. book, and then I had written across the top margin of the first page this brilliant quote that I'm sure I just, I knew it was sensational at the time, so I will start with that. In your 20s, you're ready for anything except for what life has in store. I don't know what that means. It certainly wasn't the title. It sounds deep, though. But it's so deep. Okay. So this is the last paragraph of part one. A, that's her name, pours her coffee. Black. I don't bleep with my coffee. Yes. And it takes it out to the patio with the mail. It's colder than she expected. She opens the box of cigarettes. Only one left. It makes a crackling sound as she lights it. She takes a drag and sips her coffee. Mm -hmm. It's such a beautiful morning. She wishes she had a dog at her feet. She casually flips through the mail, cable bill, cell phone bill, bridal magazine, church bulletin, junk, junk, and hmm, that's odd, some letter in a blank envelope, no return address. She opens it and immediately recognizes the handwriting. She finishes the letter, takes the last drag from her cigarette and puts it out and wipes her eyes. She picks up the cordless phone and dials from memory.
4: Hey, you need to come over here, like right now. Bring smokes.
1: She hangs up. A takes her coffee back into the house, kicking the door closed behind her. She picks up a bottle of whiskey, pours it into her coffee, takes a big sip, and then another. Ooh. All right. That's, so that's all it. we get? Yeah, yeah. 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 no, no. So no, the curious journey of the mysterious letter. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that was, the,
4: that was that, just the that was, intro. That was
1: the end of part one. I'm gonna tell you something A doesn't know. She'll actually never know. She's not the first one to read the letter. In fact, the only reason she's even reading the letter is because of a third party, unbeknownst to either her or the sender, who's quite pivotal in its journey. An agent of destiny, a nameless stranger found the sender's lost letter on the sidewalk. She couldn't resist opening it. It wasn't sealed. She read it. She knew it was wrong to do so, but simply lacked the willpower. Of course, she didn't immediately. She carried it for two days in her purse, pulled it out, and returned it to its place in the zipper pocket several times. She'd convinced herself she wouldn't read it. It's none of your business, she told herself on repeat, like a little mantra. That is until one afternoon when she found herself sitting at a sidewall cafe, waiting for a friend. No book, no magazine, no nothing. She just sat there, sipping water, and watching the people pass by bored she gave in she pulled out the letter looked up to the heavens and said a quick i'm sorry and opened the envelope she quickly unfolded the paper it was soft and wrinkly whoever had this before had been carrying it for quite some time she began reading it was such a glimpse into someone's life she didn't know these people or anything about them but now somehow she knew everything she gasped (laughs) she eventually cried halfway through the letter her friend arrived She quickly and guiltfully, not a word, folded it and shoved it into her purse. "'What's that?' he asked.
4: Uh, "'Something for work. Nothing serious.' She
1: hated lying, but he wouldn't understand. She was distracted throughout her whole lunch. She needed to get back to the letter. She didn't listen to a word he said, and he noticed.
2: "'Seriously? What's wrong?' "'Nothing.' "'You seem distant.'
4: I'm just tired.
1: Does it have anything to do with that letter?
4: No, no.
1: She couldn't take it. He was rambling nonstop about the election. Normally she would be all into it, but she had better, more important things on her mind. She made up an urgent thing she had to do and thanked him for lunch and gave him a quick kiss goodbye. He grabbed her arm as she began to walk away, pulling her back. Hey, are
2: you sure
1: everything's okay?
4: Yeah, promise.
1: She kissed him again.
4: See you tonight.
1: Something was weird. He knew her too well to know she wasn't okay. He suspected she'd met someone else. And at that moment, as her hand slipped out of his, he swore to himself he would never let her walk away again. Forty years later, he would tell this story to his son who was suffering from love troubles of his own. Son, he would tell him,
2: when you find the one, you hold on for dear life and never let go. And
1: that's what he did. He held on to her and didn't release his grip until she faded away from him all too soon. He pinpointed that moment on the Sidewalk cafe as a turning point in his life. She was obsessed with this crumpled up letter, unable to shake the intimate message from one stranger to another, it consumed her. She carried it for over a week, read it repeatedly, memorizing passages even. She imagined the rest, the parts not explained. She filled in the gaps with fantasy. She imagined the advice she would give A if she knew her. She actually considered driving to her house five hours not so far and sitting in the car across the street maybe she'll catch a glimpse that'll explain all her unanswered questions or maybe she can ring the bell and approach a be a friend and give her advice one woman to another sagely wisdom from a complete unknown she even considered writing a letter of her own but completely scrapped the idea when she found herself staring at a blank page One night, she woke up very suddenly. She shot straight up out of bed and rummaged through her purse for the letter. She had to get rid of it. She took it into the kitchen where she found a new crisp envelope. She wrote A's address on it, put a stamp on it, got into her car, 4 a.m. It was dark, crisp fall morning, not a car on the road. The whole town was asleep. No one knew she was going to change the course of history.
2: Wow.
1: <laughs> right. She pulled up to the post office, walked barefoot in her nightgown to the blue box, and pulled it open, dropped in the letter. As it fell into the abyss, she said a little prayer
4: Eric, fate intercepted and made me do something that we both knew you never would. Good luck to you both.
1: As she drove home in the middle of the night, she knew that.
4: <laughs> uh. <laughs> And that's and where it that's ends. that's where it
1: ends, with a little dash. <laughs> this is good. Wow. I literally, I was reading this, and then my job job was like, what, what did she know? And I'm flipping through all of my notebooks, I have no idea what happens now. I want to know what
0: happened in real time, when you were, right. like, did the phone ring? I have
1: to assume something
0: You had to go I, potty?
1: I, I was in the middle of it. like, I hope I'm OK. <laughs> <laughs> I seem to be
3: here no, now, so okay. I'm alive. It sounds like very much like girl on a train as well, too. I don't know. I think I it's funny like, that... <laughs> I don't Georgia's know. am offended. George, <sighs>
1: no, that was a good book and a good movie. I have finished it, but I am not a plagiarizer. <laughs> no. I, I, it, I may d- only have two pages, not, but it's better than that, <laughs> Well, It just, like, gives me that
3: vibe, too. That, like, that suspense, Mysterious, you know, yeah. like yeah. the lone female character almost, kind of, as well. I think but, it's funny,
2: though, that after reading it, we're more concerned with the health and safety of the author yeah. than the character within.
3: Yeah, true, true, yeah. true,
2: You know, because, I mean, really, it's it's written with very heightened language as if we're in the middle of almost a murder mystery and it's a yeah. life or death situation. But it's
4: Changing like, the course of history. The course of, of history. Language. Oh,
2: my God. She yeah. read some words on a crumpled piece of paper. Uh-huh. And then dropped it in the mail for somebody else to read.
0: Because <laughs> Eric wouldn't do it himself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then she knew. We don't we'll know. never know. We don't know. Do you even know what was I on that letter? No idea. I have uh, no idea. I, I would love to find out. I'm actually curious because the first part, uh, part A, is, is good. A is pretty tragic. I mean, I, I hate to insult the person that is clearly based on, but she's a terrible little person, and, <laughs> and she'd be fascinating to know more about. Yeah. Well,
2: if you think you know what she knew, <laughs> let me know. Write into oh funniest God. people I know at gmail dot com and tell us what you think the woman with the letter, what it said, anything about the show, any advice for
3: TJ. We'd love to advice hear from you. <laughs> advice for TJ. Advice for TJ. He needs yes. help. Have yes. better <laughs> advice. This is what this segment turns into. That would yeah. actually be great. I would read that <laughs> yeah. on the yes. end. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh.
2: All right, so uh, we've got a new segment, and we're trying this out. So this is a segment called Happy News. I'm going to read you guys a few happy news stories, and I just kind of want you to let me know what you think about it, what it makes you feel, if it reminds you of anything. Hopefully it makes me
0: feel happy. Ideally,
4: yeah. Yeah, great.
2: All right, so uh, this is the headline. Centenarian's wrong number call results in new best friend and a 10-hour road trip. Several months ago, Irene accidentally dialed a 7 instead of an 8 for a phone number's area code. It was a simple mistake that had a wonderful outcome. The 102-year-old woman unintentionally called a woman in Tennessee named Rosa. Instead of hanging up, the two women (laughs) talked on the phone for an hour and a half. Wow. Finally, Rosa became (laughs) determined to meet Irene at the Centenarian's nursing home in Granite City, Illinois. Rosa then convinced her daughter to drive all the way up from Florida, pick her up in Tennessee, and make the 10-hour drive to Illinois.
4: Get a Megabus,
2: Rosa. That's our first happy news story and they got we together. Aww.
4: We how? don't know how old Rosa is cuz I imagined of course the 102-year-old having to make the 10-hour road trip when I first saw yeah. the headline. I just
0: imagined that how long 2-hour conversation or whatever like one of them going, "Who is this?" <laughs> the other one going, <laughs> "Who is this?" Yeah, how long were they on the who phone before
1: this? they realized that they didn't know who they were talking <laughs> to? Um, <laughs>
2: In the photo Uh, online, I don't think the younger one's 102, but they both have the time to hop in the car and go visit a random stranger at a nursing home.
3: Yeah.
4: That's very sweet, though, you know, finding friends. I wonder who the 102 year old was looking to call. Like, was she trying to, like, get her dry cleaning or something? Like, or was she just calling another friend? Mm -hmm.
1: Order a pizza? It was a booty call. (laughs) It was was a booty call. Next time just text you
4: up. Side (laughs) note by the way,
0: someone being 102 years old, my friend Maria just went to her grandmother's birthday yesterday and sent me a picture. Her grandmother is 102. She sent me a picture of the birthday cake and it was a one, that was a cake, a zero was a cake and a two was a cake. It was a three cake thing. 102. Wow. I've never seen a cake in a 102 year old. We'll have to post part, that picture too. Yeah, I have that picture. Did, did they have a hundred and two candles? No, just three.
2: One candle represented one, a hundred.
0: <laughs> oh no, whatever a hundred. Yeah, a hundred. The tens place. The, hundred, the uh,
4: whatever. The hundreds, one place, tens, 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 and ones. Yeah,
1: thank you. That, that one candle was doing a lot of lifting for that hundred place. <laughs> yes, that's yeah. right. Yeah. It was anyway, a big candle. Yeah.
2: Yes. All right. Moving on to another story, Gilligan's Island crew of puppies rescued from <laughs> uninhabited island. Oh. A group of cute young puppies, four boys and three girls, were rescued from an uninhabited island near Cross Lake, Manitoba, earlier this week. Several rescuers from the Norway House Animal Rescue sailed to the island with food and water so they could ensure the pups were in good health before transporting them to the mainland. The furry castaways reportedly ate an entire bag of dog food in a single day.
4: This was in Norway?
2: Yes. Well... Yeah, Manitoba, I thought that was an That's island. Canadian. Off of Canada. Oh, yeah. I
4: thought something about Norway.
2: But the world gets smaller as you go north, so I don't <laughs> think the Atlantic is quite... Like, it must not be too far. Maybe it was a Norwegian fishing boat. So no one knows how the four-month-old okay, dogs yeah. ended up on the island, Four but they were only discovered after a boater decided to investigate the noises he kept hearing on the lake.
4: Well, there's only two ways they ended up there. They were either born there or, less happy news, they were, like, abandoned there.
2: On a deserted island, mm, it's not yeah. so or happy. they were
1: on a three-hour tour. Yes, <laughs> yeah.
0: I love that they called these puppies Gilligan's. Like they made that that correlation that it's Gilligan's, and it made me immediately picture a dog, the ginger <laughs> dog in like a wig, a dress, and lipstick, <laughs> and then the professor dog with a pipe hanging out of his mouth and his tail wagging.
1: Which dog would you want?
0: Which dog would I want? I would want to be the skipper dog. Oh, which would have to keep? Yeah, yeah, you get to adopt the dog. Oh, the skipper dog because he would be a good guard dog because he's like kill again slap slap he would keep people out of your yard yeah skipper skipper dog
2: dewey i think it's time for defend your likes
0: yes okay defend your likes will in december of last year you liked a video that shows a small town new year's Eve celebration in which they drop a 400 pound fiberglass peep chick (laughs) (laughs) defend your life sir Uh, well my father
2: works for just born Yes. Which is the company that makes the Easter Peeps candy. Mm-hmm. And they are really? in the town of Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. And they're called Just Born because <laughs> a peep wasn't made. It was just born in Bethlehem. Mm.
4: Mm. <laughs>
2: and they drop the ball in New York City and orange in, you know, I guess Florida, a peach yeah. in Atlanta. And in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, they do the giant peep drop, which is a very popular annual event that we all look forward to. That's mm. So
0: I love that.
1: People I, will drop anything.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People will drop anything. That's right. Uh, okay, George, on May 27th of this year, you liked a YouTube video of the original Got Milk commercial. <laughs> did you know that, that you did that? Defend your likes, sir. Wait, the the one with Aaron Burr. Uh, that very uh, scary, unattractive young, skinny Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So.
1: I, I thought of it after seeing Hamilton because my first time ever learning of Aaron Burr was through that milk commercial. Oh, yeah. Like, right. Because he's listening Hamilton. to the radio. He's listening to the and radio. And they say,
0: Who killed Alexander Hamilton? And he's like he an knows. Alexander
1: Hamilton's murder yeah. aficionado. Yeah. And he's yeah. like in the museum <laughs> and he just ate a bite of peanut butter sandwich. So and his mouth
0: is full. Yeah.
1: And the phone yeah. rings and he's like, Oh, bah. And he can't say, and he's out of milk. And yeah. that was the first uh, Got Milk commercial. So it
0: taught you something. It, it taught me it something. It didn't sell you milk, but but it taught you that Aaron Burr killed
1: Yeah, it was preaching to the choir. I was like, of course you have milk with peanut butter. That was, (laughs) it's like,
0: yeah, okay. I actually enjoyed that very much and I liked that video. I was like, I remember that. Uh, oh yeah, and you had a comment on there. Your comment said, "Remembering my first pop culture lesson on Alexander Hamilton." Yeah, uh, TJ. Nice. On January seventh of this year, Uh-oh. you liked Regal Cinemas uh-huh. and posted that you theater hopped all day that day. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. saw *I Tonya, uh-huh. *Pitch Perfect 3 yep. *Jumanji*, and *Star Wars*. Oh, wow! Yes. Not, I'm, uh, instead of saying "defend your likes," sir, I'm going to say "defend theater hopping." You
1: thief! <laughs> <laughs> did, did you pay for four tickets? No. No. I'm
3: saying. Uh, no. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, something I've always wanted to do. It's been on my bucket list forever. It's to just like steal? spend a day at the yeah to steal and but spend a day at the <laughs> movie theater, just like watching movies all day. And I made a, like a, a tense schedule like the night before and I recommend it it's really yeah I've heard people doing this before I'm not the only one I don't think so
2: did no ushers recognize you or try to call they you
3: out it's very lax in movie theaters security is not as tight as people think yeah they don't mind they want you to exactly I think they I don't think they, they care it's Ryan do. by a bunch of teenagers honestly they're just like whatever dude <laughs> like
1: you know just do what you want how much popcorn did you
3: buy um I don't know if I bought any popcorn maybe like just a bucket oh, so, they made so, no so yeah yeah exactly no, I think I bought. I might bought lunch or something. I got hungry eventually as well. well I would imagine that a theater yeah. wouldn't
0: care if you theater hop because no. you're there. They make their money off of the food yeah they they don't care so if you stay there all day and you were buying their food mm-hmm. that's i'd be like i bought popcorn for everyone i guess they're still uh-huh. making
4: money off that yeah, i they're feel they're like we can't off officially that. condone at
1: no. some point tj's coffee. been
0: there all day right and you're gonna
1: be like sir yeah even right. if you're
3: paying for the ticket exactly yeah yeah i'm like walking around with a trench coat and like it's <laughs> like a hat <laughs>
2: well and a popcorn at every movie would be more expensive than just buying the ticket yeah exactly <laughs> that's true that really are
3: that's true well, okay, thank you,
2: Dewey. That was great. Welcome. So, TJ, believe it or not, we've got a character who's uh, waiting outside the door for us. I'm,
0: I'm a real person. Call me a character.
2: All right, uh, so Can we've I got come a... in now? Yeah, sorry, sir. All come on right, in. Yes. Sit down. Please introduce oh, yourself. Hello. You sit, sit right there by that mic.
0: I know where to sit. Jeez <laughs> Louise, I know where to sit. Hi. <laughs> oh. Which one of you is TJ? Uh, uh, that be not a, Yeah, right here. The, you, yes. are just like I <laughs> you. you are just like I pictured you. Huh. are just like I pictured you. Hi, I'm Waver. It,
3: yes. Nice to meet you.
0: Nice to meet you, too. Thank you will for doing that story about old people talking on the phone oh i appreciate that
2: you're what who do you you have people that you like to call frequently
0: or yeah i actually call this 102 year old woman but unfortunately uh her name is rosa and her phone is busy all day every (laughs) day Uh, so i can't get really get through but uh tj i've been Uh listening to the show and i got i you are you are spot on with the Christmas lights, and you were spot on with the Thank other you. stuff that you uh, gave advice. So I thought I'd... Thank w- you. I rode my trike up here. Your trike? Yeah, I got a trike. It has a basket on the front. Oh. And, uh...
2: Easier to ride than a bicycle. Yeah. yeah right. Oh, okay.
0: It has my pig in it. Got Nice. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so I figured I'd ask you personally, because uh, you need to see this. I got this uh, this bump on the back of my hand, oh, and I was wondering wow. if you could just take a look at that and let me know. Uh, it's this America, right. and I don't have insurance, so I figured uh, if you could just take a look at that, touch it, feel it, slap yes. it down, and let me know what you think that is. Huh. Give it yeah. a slap, well, TJ. Let's yeah, see. What?
3: But yeah wow yeah i don't know uh i'm afraid that i touched it without putting gloves on but um um yeah exactly it's exactly contagious? yeah i mean oh, i don't no. know i have no idea uh oh, great. i just want everyone to know that they do not have a medical degree no I know all. that but yeah. you free, you're free. <laughs> yes yeah well you're free. um so when did it yeah. happen
0: uh, well, it's been a gradual thing. At 8 this morning, I was fine. By 8.15, it, oh, it was there.
3: Wait, what? Well, in a span of, what, 15 minutes? Yeah, from wow. 8 to 8.15 oh is gosh. 15
0: minutes. Yeah. You are a brilliant doctor.
3: <laughs> well, I'm just uh, trying to figure out what could be the source. So. Yeah, me too. Uh, did you do anything differently the day before that could have caused?
0: I did. Uh-huh. Uh, usually, I bathe my pig in the morning. Okay. Uh, But I used a different shampoo. Uh,
3: oh on hmm. my pig. Yeah.
0: Uh a totally different brand cuz they were out of the other brand. So
3: yeah. Okay. It was the the other pig shampoo. It was a yeah, new there's, one. Okay. There's
0: only two kinds right. at the Walmart. Okay. Nice. So TJ,
2: what yeah. advice do you have
3: for Wayburn? He's hurting, he's itching and it's,
2: shaking yeah.
0: around the studio. Thank you for noticing. Yeah. Him itching.
3: It sounds like this new shampoo will uh, that oh. you could be using, so that could have caused the bump. So, what's your yeah. advice? Yeah. Uh, see. Well, first, see a real doctor. Uh, I don't have insurance. Oh. That's why I'm here. Oh, of course. I'm of just course. gonna have to
0: do whatever you tell me. I'm gonna, okay. you know, what? I'm putting my full faith in you.
3: Uh, I would sign up for uh, Medicare or Medicaid. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So that's very cheap Paperwork. insurance. Yeah. There yeah. you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, so, and uh, TJ's yeah. advice is to get <laughs> some
2: help insurance yes. but, but, but what does he to do today like if you had to say do you have any home remedies
4: or oh. what might work <sighs> that's to get a this... good idea i'd uh, love to come in with a second opinion yeah uh, just of course as, yeah as the oh other, my gosh you...
0: there's a girl in here yes. as a, the,
4: <laughs> did not even notice you in the corner
0: you are very attractive
4: well as the other not doctor in the room yes. i yes. wanted to uh, offer some advice just because Please since do. it happened in a 15 minute period yeah. I, it I popped right up I'm doubting that the shampoo was what caused it. I'm wondering if you didn't have a run-in with, like, a spider or something else that could have bit you and caused it. You know, I bump. did
0: feel a little pinprick on my hand around 8.05, and I said, ouch, and I slapped my hand. And, uh, wow, I have a very large ring on my right hand that uh. hit right... I'll but that gum, oh. you figured it out. Oh wow. <laughs> you figured it out. This a is T J you are useless. Yeah, you yeah. are attractive and brilliant, oh, young lady. Wow.
4: <laughs> I slapped my hand with this big ring. That is what what is that ring from? I've this never seen a stone that large.
0: Golf tournament. Oh wow. Nineteen thirty and seven. I was a ball boy. And my job was to take the balls out of the 19th hole. And I was the quickest one at that job.
1: And you got that big ring?
0: And I got that big ring for it. And the ironic thing is, what's your name? George, George, all right, George. Nice to meet me, George. They gave me that ring, then I was out of work because my hand wouldn't fit in the hole anymore.
4: That ring's causing you a lot of it's problems. It's me. I'm
0: getting rid of it. I'm taking it off right now. I feel better already. That is a ring wound.
4: There you go. So just put some ice on it if it's feeling too hot, but you can let it heal. I will do that. Thank
0: you. Will, you should give this segment to that young lady for next week because he—he's yeah. pointless. Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, yeah no. I
2: agree. Not not your best uh, no. advice, caller. Sorry, no, I'm cre- not a doctor. The <laughs> Christmas
0: lights thing was good, but yeah. that was your peak. Yep, yep. Yeah, I think peak. so as well. He peaked think so on as well.
2: episode four. Yeah. Well, uh, sir, tell us your name again. Wayburn. Thank you, Wayburn. Yeah, for I'm gonna leave my... now. Look, you gotta give Dewey back his chair, because, uh, we gotta Dewey, close out the episode. You,
3: you I miss Dewey. Yeah. Oh my god, that guy. Dewey, <laughs> welcome back. Thanks yeah, for thanks. coming back. So, the character uh, who's in here.
2: Folks, oh. believe it or not, we've come to the end of episode five of The Funniest People I Know.
4: Wow. Five in already. So we're
2: five in, Uh, any thoughts about moving forward, Uh, you know, what has this done for your lives? What does this mean to you? How are you feeling so far? Dewey, let's start with you.
0: How am I feeling? I feel good. I feel like uh, we're very helpful. I mean, we have people showing up personally. We have emails coming in. I think that we're making an impact.
2: I think so. We have sponsors.
0: Yeah, we have sponsors.
2: (laughs) TJ, how about you? How you feeling?
3: Yeah. Well, I feel good. This uh, is definitely a new experience. I have never done radio Though that's, that's apparent. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely, definitely a new experience for sure. Well, we're happy yeah. to have you. Thank you. Not Lily, how you does. feeling?
4: I guess the biggest question on my mind is like, what happens when you meet new funny people? Because right oh, now we're the funniest. What but if
0: you meet somebody funnier than we are? Yeah, we like yeah. who's going to be
4: outed? Like, is it what a totem why? pole sort somebody of thing? Somebody funnier than
0: Will.
4: Yeah. yeah, gosh. I could lose
0: my
2: hosting spot. We're well, all
4: at his mercy. Yep. Mm-hmm.
2: That actually reminds me, TJ, this will be your
1: last episode. Oh. Oh,
4: no. no
2: I'm yeah. kidding. We love you. We love you.
1: George, how about you? I'm feeling like I want to keep TJ on until he gets a celebrity m- meltdown of his own. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. That, but I, I, I am worried about society listening to any of his advice. Yeah. Specifically. Medical. He, don't well, try medical. I was thinking, I was thinking of the Christmas lights. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or the dating advice. Any advice. Don't yeah. listen to TJ. <laughs> but just, please yeah. send in your questions <laughs> to know at com. Ask right. TJ. Yeah.
2: Thank you, folks, for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Create yourself a ridiculous, wonderful, hilarious, fantastic week.